and get out of here and show you guys my room. Rise and shine. Well, a very heavy, uh, heavy duet. We had a very Darrison bite. Let's go ahead, Terrace Chase, and let's go to the head of the pet. Hello. Oh, I already am. Recording. Oh, okay. I'm not. I've just, like, been doing something else. Like, don't worry about I'm it. I'm not. I've been here for, like, 15 minutes. Recording. Yeah, it's like the Clary segment. It's a new thing. <laughs> I'll be tuning in. Um, I've been getting a lot of private personal messages asking for like more time with just me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can imagine that sounds... the show needs more like divine feminine energy and more yoni magic. And I think and I really bring that heavy male breathing. You have your tea is too high. My tea, my tea skyrocketed. Oh. Nick, let's talk about your heavy breathing. Let's t- let's talk about the heavy breathing. What in the hell? I listened to last episode and I was like, she did her best, but it's still like. <laughs> Listeners, if you were me editing this masterpiece together, you would have the option to listen to like both of our files like together at the same time, like a conversation normally. Or if you want to just listen to like a crazy person talking to themselves, you could listen to like just my audio or just Nick's. And if you listen to just Nick's while I am speaking, it sounds like this. <laughs> it's like bordering on snoring i'm like how are you snoring while you're awake i'm just so tired um Ew. yeah i have nothing to say <laughs> <laughs> no it is heavy it do be heavy yeah so if it's not heavy it's curvy if you only it's plus size my curvy breathing um <laughs> Um, Speaking of <laughs> words that are outdated, if you will, my um, real estate professor, who like, God bless her, but God damn, was talking about, because there's like laws, <laughs> there's like laws <laughs> Wait, about houses, <laughs> there's like fair housing acts that like prohibit you from discriminating against people like Nick. Like based on mean? race or whatever, <laughs> you know exactly what it means. You fucking beep. beep. Anyway, one of she's like listing the things that, like you can't discriminate against. I'm like, damn it. And one of them was handicap people, and she was like, I'm so sorry. I know we're not supposed to say that word. I know. I know we're not like. I'm so sorry. It's in the curriculum. Like acting like someone. Acting like she's like, we're literally the all sitting there on this Zoom call, all on mute, like half asleep. And she's like, I'm so fucking sorry right now. I'm so you guys. I'm really, really sorry. I swear I'll change. I'm really sorry. I've done everything I can. And we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> me and me and Megan literally talked about it, <laughs> and we were like, yeah, definitely. One time, some random person just like chewed her out. Oh, absolutely. And. She's just been so scared ever since. Um, but I think I, my, also probably... my personal canon about the handicap word it, in the curriculum of this real estate class, I feel like someone was probably just really bored and was like, you know, it'd be funny. <laughs> like, dead ass. Well, she clearly also doesn't take constructive criticism because... She loves to go off on tangents about like common sense situations that truly make me feel like I'm in purgatory. And 
last time in the middle of one, she's like, you know what? Someone complained to the school about my tangents. And to that, I say tough. I'm going to keep telling my stories. And I'm like, you do you. Hell yeah, girl. Oh my God. Tell your story. <laughs> I'm like, I love your energy. That's weird. Let's have her on. Good for you. She's like, my supervisors told me to stop this behavior. And you know what I say? <laughs> no. <laughs> you at Buffalo? Literally. Literally. But yeah, to answer your first question. Um, Why do you breathe so heavy? Is that my first question? <laughs> no, before I even started recording, when you were like, oh. how are you? To answer that question. Oh. I just, do you want to reenact it? Sure. <clears throat> Nick, how are you? That didn't feel good, so I'm going to try it again. Yeah. Nick. How are, how are you? I don't like this stuff. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Nick, how are you? <laughs> you know, if you only listen to my track while Clary is speaking, you would just hear. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. <laughs> is it you speaking in tongues? I'm no, I literally just got home from the Black Panther movie, which was two hours and forty-one minutes. Movies, movies are long nowadays. They 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 Nick, keep getting longer. I watched the worst piece of shit movie last night. Ooh, name names. So bad it felt like I, like it almost. You don't even watch a movie when you're super high, and no. you're like, <laughs> okay, you know when you watch a movie when you're really high. Suspend disbelief for a second, and okay. It like it feel you just have this like almost transcendent like is this what like is this real am I really like processing this correctly mm -hmm. why does it all feel so like stilted and like it's fake and like that almost fake and gay <laughs> you're like why is this movie so fake and gay <laughs> I'm like why is this movie so fake and handy <laughs> oh my god I I'm never gonna get over that. She, I'm she gonna start using she, it as a slur. She, she, she must just start sobbing in every parking lot she goes to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like just losing her mind. She's like spray painting the sides. This cannot stand. I'm gonna find her like in the fetal position, oh, like on Safeway. Who hasn't been Safeway? There? Mm, so true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What was I saying? Oh, but you know when you're watching a movie and you're almost like, humans are so complex and like, it, just like really mm -hmm. internalizing every little movement and the way people speak. Okay, it was like that, except for I was sober and it was just so bad. Wait, what was it? Ryan, what was the movie called? Uh, it was called The Nice Guys. <laughs> Wait, are you familiar with, with it? With Ryan Reynolds and Russell Crowe? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is it your favorite movie? <laughs> I saw that movie once in 2017 and there are few movies in this world that I <laughs> yes. that I walk away from having genuinely no opinion about and that's one of those movies where I left and I was like I feel absolutely I I have zero opinion about that movie. There're like five My opinion movies. is that it was ass. Like no, but I like so. I know so many people who love that movie. No. Yeah, like I have friends who love that movie. Okay, let me rattle off some bullet points that I hated about it. Okay. The daughter is a villain. No memory. The whole time she's just like, "Let me help solve the case," and she's a really bad actor. Sorry, bitch, if you're listening to this. Margaret Qualley was it? Margaret Qualley? 
don't know why I'm thinking about it. No, no, she's she's in it, but the um, I'm talking about like the little girl. I, Ryan Reynolds has a daughter who's like eleven. Ryan Gosling in it. Same thing. I beg to differ. He has a daughter that's like eleven and really fucking One irritating. One of the Ryans I I top. The other I would totally bottom for, and you'll never know. What about that one? Whatever he wants, baby. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. And he wants none of it. <laughs> the daughter's a villain, and there is just this part at the end. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, tell me what this movie's about. I, I don't even, I couldn't even tell you. It, uh, um, there's a part at the end when Ryan Gosling Reynolds' character <laughs> says something they are the same person in my world i'm so sorry he's like making a connection and he's talking to russell crowe and this like old lady and he's like oh my god holy shit holy fucking shit and the old lady like is like chastising him for cursing and the exchange goes like this holy shit holy fucking shit oh and she screams at him (laughs) there's a beat and she screams she was like there were so many moments in that movie where i'm like how did this she make pa- it like how did paid, this make it into she movie? paid off the editor she's like please give me a dramatic pause this is my <laughs> this is my moment move over judy dench <laughs> dame judy dench more like lame judy dench am i right <laughs> dame judy more like lame jude <laughs> so oh more like dumb judy dench i could do this all this day this was bitch. david lynch thinking up the third season of twin peaks he's like dumb jude jude <laughs> <laughs> and then it hit him he was just doing slam poetry girl that season feels like slam poetry i know the slammiest of poetries uh. Um, so I just saw Black Panther and right. I'm always scared to say this publicly, but I did Speak not your truth, like, sister. I did not like the first movie. Um, question. Yes. Is that a Marvel film? Yes. Of the Marvel franchise. Okay. I automatically hate so, it. <laughs> great. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm not a huge Marvel guy. Um, what? I know. Nick. I know. I'm, it's like, I don't even know you. I'm not a huge Marvel fan. Most of my friends kind of are um so maybe get new friends maybe i should get new friends watch out um cleaning house hey hey, look at me hey look at me this is the only friend you need like low-key um right guys right (laughs) so (laughs) oh my god deep deep breaths deep breaths breathe deeply that's what i thought it's like labored too it's like It sounds like like congested. There's like so much work going into it. And I'm like, that's so like, should I go to sleep tonight while I wake up? (laughs) (laughs) That's the best way to fight death is to stay awake all night. (laughs) You know, those, um, you (laughs) You never know what could happen in your sleep. (laughs) Stay vigilant. You know, those, um, (laughs) you know, those like Twitter edits of videos where they like, like usually of like drag queens where they like silence it and then they replace it with just like really loud footsteps and like the yes. the straw sucking whatever. Um yeah, yeah. so imagine that but just for Tony Collette and Hereditary um <laughs> when she's making the iconic phase. But it's just that <laughs> and it's me. This is her deep breath. <laughs> you have the power, make that edit. 
that's don't that's be so a lazy true. sack of shit <coughs> waste of space <laughs> don't be a lazy sack of shit you piece of garbage you handicapped <laughs> motherfucker. oh god i wonder if she i wonder if she like doesn't leave her house that much and so she thinks like that that's how the world actually is she's like everyone's out there calling each other handicapped <laughs> And it's like, girl, it's like mainly just on the parking signs. Like, <laughs> Maybe she uses that as a slur. <laughs> her own insecurities is, are really popping off. Um, maybe that's when, maybe her second marriage ended because of that word somehow. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> he called her handy. <laughs> and now she's on like a personal mission. She's like, fuck real estate. I'm going to like get get this word banned. Um this is just a mere stepping stone yeah, in her my world domination to end the use <laughs> of the word handicapped hey queen pass me mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh god McCaffrey fun I do a podcast don't listen to it yeah we don't talk about you which is why you shouldn't listen um so, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't like the first Black Panther movie um yep. whatever it was like four years ago um or like five years ago now but but it was like a huge fucking deal. It literally got nominated for best picture, and I was like, <clears throat> I was like, okay. <laughs> I can think of a lot of better pictures, honestly, I, <laughs> like this one that you took. Yeah, that should that should have been nominated. <laughs> so <laughs> that is the best picture. I'm sorry, this photo, this picture <laughs> says in one frame what most movies need hundreds of thousands to say. <laughs> I think we should do away with film because photography is more. It's just like it's kind of cheating when you get twenty four frames per second. It's like okay, try one forever. <laughs> one frame one frame forever. in perpetuity. <laughs> Anyways, so I came into this one. So I, yeah, and I'm not not a big Marvel guy. Most of the time. I find them to kind of just all be the exact same. And they're also movies that they're movies that seem to or not seem they're move. The movies are designed to appeal to the widest group of people possible. And that is like probably something I like least in any type of like media, but especially films. Like if you like really polarizing films. <laughs> that really divide the i mean kind of like it's more people. it's definitely more interesting um no i agree but when yeah when it's when it's trying to appeal to like every single like thinkable demographic it just ends up being like really bland and safe and boring and like very it just it feels like corporate it feels like it feels like oh yeah it feels like target wrote it you know um <laughs> Target should definitely start writing films. And they also... I think that's they the, did. like, market they haven't tapped into. Em- Deadass? Emily in Paris. <laughs> a Target original. Um, so... Girl! <laughs> that, was a, that was cold-blooded. So, um... <laughs> the Vow, a Target original. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is this what happens at Target? Um... <laughs> and... Can I work for Target? I work in the film writing department. <laughs> I'm a screenwriter at Target. <laughs> I'm a screenwriter, a screenwriter on aisle 17. <laughs> it's just like some dude sitting cross-legged in the towel section on a laptop. Not even on an iPad. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> with the no pencil. keyboard. Um, so no, no pencil. They don't have a budget for pencils. Fuck you. Use your fingers. Um, so 
with a huge callus. <laughs> it's like a third pinky. Um, His eyes are bloodshot and he's crying. But it's a masterpiece. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, now that is a film that will appeal to every demographic. Yes, totally. Um, <clears throat> yes, babe? What? What? <laughs> babe, babe, what? Franchise movies just feel like commercials for both the next movie and also like Pepsi merchandise products and like a ne- the, franchise the next ride at like Disneyland you know like it, it all feels like it's so yeah. focused on like being a part of like it's like 50 film franchise that like it's not its own thing whatsoever so that makes the act of literally watching it like in the present like almost like tedious Damn. It's like j- just show me this movie. Like I get that I get that these characters will come back. Like I get it. <laughs> and I get that this is like in the same world as like fucking Iron Man. Like I know it. I understand it, but like show me this movie. And that's what this movie did. So I actually really liked it today. It was like Oh wow. It was like pretty That shows that people can change. It was like pretty good. And considering the fucking star of the movie of the first one died of cancer in 2020 like out of fucking nowhere they had to like rewrite the entire movie in like a few months to accommodate for like the lead dying (laughs) and it was like really good honestly um so that was cool well i won't be watching it but thank you i was like i was like pleasantly surprised so if you're if you listener find yourself getting dragged along to it you might actually enjoy it but definitely pee beforehand. But if you, listener, find yourself getting dragged to it and you have like an icky feeling in your tummy and don't want to go, kick and scream and fight for your no, fucking say, I need and fight your friends. I need a dog. <laughs> breathe really yeah, heavily breathe. the whole time and then maybe your friends won't drag you to another shitty Marvel movie. And then someone in the IMAX will be like, who's breathing? <laughs> <laughs> Me in the front row. I turn around and face the theater. I'm like, stop breathing <laughs> <laughs> i'm in a silly goofy mood today maybe it's because there's another episode of the white lotus on tonight our favorite program the white lotus okay my other thing about marvel real quick Fucking is up. i feel like it doesn't <laughs> whatever the opposite of the Bechtel test is the like man version those movies don't pass it. It's like, do men ever have a conversation like either with another man or with a woman about something that isn't fucking stupid? <laughs> the answer is no. That's the reverse Bechdel test. Another crazy thing about this movie, all the lead characters are... It passed? <laughs> all the lead characters are women. All the lead characters, Pussy power. all the lead, all the lead characters are black women. It was like Black Girl Magic the movie, and I was like, I was like, this rocks. Like, wish I had a <laughs> bottle of that right now. You know, that's a wine. There's a wine called Black Girl Magic. No, I didn't know. We should crack it open for this year's Hilo Hero. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a seizure on Mike in the name of Black Girl Magic. <laughs> I would, I would do anything for Black Girl Magic. The wine. Um... <laughs> I will split a bottle of Black Girl Magic with you if you show me how to use Anchor before we do it so I can publish the episode in your demise. Okay. 
Um, that might be like really hard. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> you think my little woman brain couldn't <sighs> fucking figure it out? But no, I'm very ex- I'm excited for White Lotus. No, me too. Um, but yeah, last thing about Black Panther. Oh, also did mouth. totally pass the Bechdel test, the the real one. Um, <laughs> oh, not the one I made. Yeah, not Clarice's version. <laughs> Bechdel test. <laughs> That one's not from the vault. Oh god, that's one's sitting on the sitting on. That's the not beat. even the deluxe version. So, uh, that's just like track number one. Six a.m. version. Um. So, so yeah, okay. So White Lotus. <laughs> this is matcha flavored. I know. I was there. You were. Oh my god, I've had this. Yeah, Nick has a green vape that he just told me for the second time is matcha flavored we were sitting on your couch and you said guess what flavor this is sorry you actually said guess what flavor this is you know how i breathe how i exhale like a boar <laughs> like a wild untamed boar no chloray yeah. i breathe like a tamed domestic boar <laughs> yeah you breathe more like a like a barnyard hog <laughs> <laughs> at the trough just consuming as much as it can see <laughs> like a barnyard hog mid binge <laughs> I'm like I can't believe the way that these pigs are like binge eating this is promoting such a bad message <laughs> but it's just me <laughs> it's just you vaping it's just me vaping yeah it's me vaping matcha <laughs> I got it on my third guess, though. You said, what do you think this is? And I said, I don't know, Nick, green apple. And you said, no. And I said, hmm, pineapple? And you said, no. And I said, matcha. And you said, yeah. And then I took a sip of it, and I coughed. Yeah. Um, it was crazy. It was so crazy. You guys should have been there. No, it was guys, really wild. Don't you wish you were friends with us in real life? <laughs> <laughs> we're so fascinating. If you're friends with us in real life, right in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of our real friends are patrons. So, um, <laughs> uh, I'm sure he's a little spooky. And all I'm going to say about that is that I did see that flights to Istanbul from LA are like kind of cheap. Are we going? Can you imagine? Not before Portugal. <laughs> Portugal. <laughs> Portugal. 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 <laughs> were, you, were you Portugal or were you Portugal? <laughs> Were you Portugal? Were you Portugal? So, um, anyways. Me talking to your grandma. Were you Portuguese or were you Portuguese? <laughs> she dies on the spot. Wow, that's yeah. It's like, like it's way too complex of a question. So, oh, God. Like, so, so Nicholas has been telling me a lot about the Great Shoe War. Oh, I just have a question. <laughs> God, me and your grandma is like the equivalent of like what would happen if you gave a McDonald's Sprite to a colonial boy. It's like what would happen if, if you gave Clay to my grandma? Grandma <laughs> had a conversation. No, a Mac- you played this podcast. A McDonald's her. Sprite to a colonial woman. Your grandma's kind of a colonial woman. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. Like, I guess. <laughs> um. I mean, when we go when we go to <laughs> Portugal, I can like show you the house she was born in, and then we'll both turn to each other and we'll be like, "This is colonial as fuck," because <laughs> it really is. 
<laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um. <clears throat> anyways, White Lotus. Do you think Ryan would be mad if I took our, as in me and Ryan's, honeymoon with you in Portugal? <laughs> I'm your. I'm, like, babe, I'm your guy. You and Nick are going. Oh my god, that would be that would just be like White Lotus when Tanya brings her assistant. <laughs> so true. I'm just happy to once again have weekly yes. episode of something to watch. It feels good. It feels so good. I, I'm actually like set for the next like till like June. I think in terms of Sunday night, like what else do you got for me? Well, there's gonna be this, and then once this <laughs> ends, it'll be The Last of Us, also on HBO, and then after that, it'll be Succession, also on HBO, and that'll just go. Over, so, yeah. Wow. So nothing else I care about. Like Loki. Um. <clears throat> anyways. So. Yeah. Yeah. Should we like recap? I don't know. How do you want to? No, let's just talk about it. Okay. So before the episode started, I turned to Dan and I was like, I really hope it's not like, I really hope it's not like the exact same thing as last season. Um, And then the episode started and she goes into the exactly water. Exactly the and same she, fucking way. she goes way. into the water and she sees some bodies and then it goes one week earlier and I was like, oh, they're like blatantly doing the exact same thing. And so, I don't love that. I kind of hope if it takes the same storytelling arc, which is already seeming like it's going to, I hope that they cap it after this season. Like, mm-hmm. I hope this doesn't become like American Horror Story, where it's just like <laughs> painful season after painful season, and then Lady Gaga shows up. <laughs> like, I don't. Welcome to the White Lotus. Well, okay, the resort <laughs> manager at this one looks like Lady Gaga's like Sicilian cousin. No, I know. Yeah, I'm just like Stephanie. That's why I was saying like, it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that being said, then the episode oh. ended. The first episode ended, and it ended the exact same way the first episode of season one ended, with mm-hmm. two people making out in the flowy curtains. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and then me and Dan talked about it, and I'm like, okay, I know I said that I didn't like it, but I'm actually liking the repetition more. And he, and then Dan, with like one of the smartest things I've ever heard. Was like, yeah, I mean, it does make sense because when you go to, like, a resort chain, you're going to have kind of the same experience, but just in a new place with different people. And I was like... He's so brilliant. And I was like, your, your mind. <laughs> God, just kiss her. I want to go where you go. Um, <laughs> Take me to the feeling. Take me to the white lotus in Sicily. <laughs> But I think I, I agree. I, think I agree. Three, I think that's a very. I think very... it's going to be in the creator said he wants to do one like in Japan. I think we got to cap it after this. I'm <laughs> welcome to the White Lotus, Tokyo, Kyoto, <laughs> Nagasaki. Day off at the White Lotus. <laughs> it becomes a musical. Um, <laughs> when it's all Phoebe Bridgers, it's like a Phoebe Bridgers jukebox musical. <laughs> I want to see that. But I really, I still really like all the characters. I think the stories are very interesting. Um, I agree. And I like that it's still talking about, like, wealth and class, but it's talking about, like, I guess different aspects of it or talking about it in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's beautiful. It's... Like, it's so fucking pretty. My man, Michael Imperioli, Imperial, I don't know how to say his last name. The kid? The... No. Or the dad. This motherfucker. Be- That's him as a young man. That's him in Sopranos. 
Yes. Beautiful. I wanted to fuck him in Sopranos, and as it turns out, he's aged into such a beautiful silver fox, I still want to fuck him. Yes. I love an Italian with a nice hook in his nose. He's so, he's just so beautiful. So no, he is, he, is he really like, re- he does something for me. No, yeah. And you know, I don't like give a fuck about celebrities. No, I don't. And don't get, I'm like, like, this is, I'm, this is all fun. corny, yeah. but I like, so it's like oh sliding out this chair. <laughs> I'm like, I need some alone time. I was just like, damn, bitch, you recording on a slip and slide? <laughs> or is that just Michael no, Bablioni? No, my pussy. <laughs> That's what I call my pussy. Yeah, Michael Bablioni. <laughs> okay, my biggest critique with this season, though, thus far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for the most part, I do really, really like it. I also like that Aubrey Plaza isn't playing, like, a little freak for once. Because we know she can play a little freak. Yeah. And, like, she does still have her, like, I don't know quirked up white girl energy but like it's different she's still playing like a more like normal person which i kind of like it's like no i i really it's fun and flirty i really like her in the role i like that it's not really a comedic role um and Mm -hmm. i like that she i like how at least initially um because we've only two episodes in at least initially she's like so unlikable and (laughs) the people that you're quote supposed to not like the other couple like for the most part seem like more enjoyable people to hang out with (laughs) yeah um also i would not be complaining if you changed your (laughs) fucking third leg over there jesus that was crazy (laughs) i was like what the i know it's a prosthetic but jesus christ he doesn't do it for me kind of same but i'm still gay enough and horny enough that i'm like disabled enough i'm still handicapped enough that i find Oh, sorry, handicap. I fucked up my own slur. God, God damn it. Damn it. Uh, uh, Buffalo Exchange, I need you to know that your ex-employee <laughs> repeatedly used the term handicap. And she fucked it up once, which is even more offensive. Well, that crossed the line. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that to our attention. And she will definitely be written up retroactively. <laughs> Goodbye. We're sending the buffaloes to her house now. She'll be... I'm wake up with a, with a buffalo it's at my me. front door just like ready to charge. <laughs> Breathing like a buffalo on its exchange. (laughs) (laughs) On its exchange in Paris. (laughs) Because we were in Paris. Okay, we'll get there. My biggest complaint, though, is I feel like... Put the fucking mic down. (laughs) (laughs) My biggest complaint is I really don't like the evolution of Jennifer Coolidge's character, and I feel like they should have left her in season one. Because, like... But also us. Now she's just, like... Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like now she's just like, it's not funny anymore. It was funny at first mm-hmm. and it lost the humor. And now she's just like a cunt who's rude to her assistant yeah. and is like in an abusive marriage. I'm like, why am I supposed to? This isn't, it lost its humor. Mm-hmm. And I really don't think they needed to bring her back. And I find myself wanting to fast forward through her scenes. Mm. I hope she's the one who does. I- yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge, not the character. <laughs> not Tanya. She can stay. Um, I guess. Um, yeah, I guess I'd counter that with. I'm glad that if counter it. they with bringing her back, they're because with characters like that, it like in the first season, you're kind of just like, who is this crazy ass lady? Um, and like you kind of only the vast majority of what you're shown in season one is like funny um from mm-hmm. her even even when she's like sobbing about like 
here's the center of the onion and whatever. And like you kind of feel like bad for her, but in like a pathetic way. Um, yeah. But now we're kind of just seeing like the natural extension of that. So I'm glad it's not, they're not repeating her. Uh, they're not repeating her arc and they're like taking it from like, oh yeah, like remember when you thought this was funny? <laughs> like this is kind of the yeah, that's like, a good point. fucked up side of it where like she's horrible to her assistant. Um, but at the same time, I think I have my issues with the assistant. Um, I liked her until she gave that speech and she was on the date with that dude. And it's like, I like boys who are different. Like, fuck TikTok. And like, I just want someone spontaneous who will just like no, go on an adventure with me. I'm like, shut the fuck oh, up. Miss Pick Me Ass. Like, bring me back Olivia and Paula. Like, <laughs> no, literally. Like, I want to see their White Lotus excursions. And I hate that he like went for it. But he, of course he did. He's so, he seems stupid. He seems so naive. The way he said Stanford, mm-hmm. he's like, Stanford, it's like, motherfucker, just say, oh, I went to Stanford. And then someone will be like, oh, that's really cool. What do you study? International finance. Oh, okay. I don't know what the fuck that means. And then the conversation moves on. He's the one who made it a big deal. I, I hate that so much. Mm. Like, it just in, in life, <laughs> like not as a character thing um because it felt realistic but i just yeah when they almost like want a reaction out of it they're like, and like oh, i don't I went to stanford because i'm just so fucking smart and wealthy it's like okay <laughs> like- <laughs> not only am i super super smart i also have like so much fucking money and i'm like such a nice guy and i'm like really cute it's like and i'm just like looking for a chill shoddy <laughs> exactly. He's like, i'm looking for my my sicilian shoddy um <laughs> i <laughs> I there are some pretty incredibly busted fucking wigs on this season though. You okay, you said that and I was like no idea there were any wigs. I laughed so hard I was crying at the grandpa's wig because he has that like <laughs> bald spot on the top and then like the side of yeah, like, yeah. hair around yeah, yeah. whatever. And so at first I was like, oh, is it supposed to be a shitty like toupee? But no one would buy a toupee like that. If you bought a toupee, you get a toupee on the top of your head. No one gets a like bald spot accentuating toupee there was a scene <laughs> when he is in bed with his grandson and the grandson us, he like starts farting and, and then the grandson literally and the grandson gets up to leave and he like leans up on his pillow and his wig is holding on by a thread <laughs> i was laughing so hard i was sobbing like actively crying it was so fucking bad i i love bad wigs but the weird thing is it was holding him <laughs> literally thing. it like had its own gravity it was smarting. so <laughs> <laughs> speaking of bad wigs though no. the like manager <laughs> lady gaga lady <laughs> manager <laughs> <Stephanie>. gaga <laughs> manager gaga yeah. manager minata that was wow that was pretty good thank you what's what's lady gaga's like male alter ego joe calderon <laughs> <laughs> immediately when josephine Cal- calderon <laughs> like literally josephine calzone yeah. she's also wearing a pretty fucked up wig <laughs> and i can't tell if that one's intentional or not in a like she's like probably actually not she's, super she's well off <laughs> she's alopecia that's gonna be yeah, like... guys the alopecia storyline on white lotus was I know I'm gonna eat my words when I watch tonight's episode and it's her like crying in the mirror with her bald ass head <laughs> if that happens get ready for an apology next week 
but I won't apologize for my comments on the handicapped games. <laughs> the blue part. Or to my teacher. Um, anyway, I think it's an interesting, like, she's trying to, I think that one's intentional because it's just like her hairline's a little messed up mm-hmm. and it, it just isn't like her wig isn't like laid super well, I feel like. And it almost seems like she's trying to appear like she's wealthier or like higher class than she actually is. But I mean, she works, she's a manager at a hotel chain. Like she's probably, she's nowhere near as wealthy as people that are staying there. Yeah. But like she wants to fit in with them and make them feel comfortable. So she's trying to look like she is, but she's actually not. And, and she kind wants of a, her employees to think of her that way. Respect her and yeah. think of her as, yeah, yeah, yeah. The grandpa's wig, I can't comment on what that's. I, <laughs> that's I, a well, statement I, on I, mental I illness. Can't, I can't wait to to check it out tonight watch it be totally fine i will need to rewatch the second episode again just to send you a picture of his busted ass weave <laughs> in that scene it was so funny hold on i have to go to the bathroom did he make you poo poo i have to go clean up <laughs> nick had an accident oh he's deep breathing again sing to me paolo mm-hmm. okay i'm back okay we're back. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> okay. Do you have anything else to say about the white lettuce? I'm just excited for whatever the fuck is gonna happen tonight. Um, I really like the storyline between the two couples. Um, I think it's a very interesting. There, I mean, there's like there's a a lot going on. Um, like. Mm-hmm all possible combinations of the four people like have very interesting relationships with one another and also the kind of clash between like new wealth and like like money a lot of the the couple that just came into a lot of money versus the couple who's like always known that is very Mm -hmm. interesting and i feel like aubrey plaza does not like i feel like a lot of the the source of a lot of her kind of animosity towards them is like coming from a place of fear that there is now like hardly any difference between her and these people. Um, and like mm-hmm. kind of resenting the fact that like money is going to like inherently change her. Um, especially given like her job as an attorney for like labor. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I think that is totally going to come into play. And I think, her firm probably has a client that's going after the sexy guy's company. Also, yeah. Aubrey Plaza's yeah, husband is also hot as hell. I like him. I think he's so much hotter than sexy guy. <laughs> um, yeah, cuck husband. But Christopher Christopher Moltisanti is like my OG. Yeah, <clears throat> of course. He's a nice reminder that I need to go finish Sopranos. I'm like, well, if I get to see more of him. Which you probably will unless he dies. Which, don't they all? That's kind of my... I mean, I know how it ends, but I feel I like, also know I feel how like it ends. everyone on planet Earth knows how The Sopranos ends. And despite never seeing it, that ending, I think, is, like, pretty genius. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Um, I should watch it. it how, my biggest complaint about that show, though, is that it does not pass the Bechtel test Clarice version. <laughs> what? There's a lot of men talking about... Really not stupid. Stupid, stupid shit. Oh, the, the in order to pass, they have to not talk about stupid shit. Yeah, they have to talk about something that interests me. Oh, okay, okay. I thought they. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, cool. That makes. Way you thought more I didn't sense. like men talking about important things? I You're mean, that like, falls under stupid men shit. Men should also only talk about stupid shit. 
And they seem to do that swimmingly. I mean, I guess that's like define stupid shit. You know what I mean? Like one man's trash, another man's treasure. My stupid shit. My treasure. That's gold. <laughs> I'm just happy that it remains. I think so far it's just as good as last season was at this point. I agree. So I hope it continues. Um, Who knows? It'll tank tonight. Maybe. It's gotten good reviews, but reviewers only got the first five episodes and there are seven. So, who knows? Anyways. Who knows? Who knows? Um, well, would it be chill if me talking about my crazy sexual experience, um, if we only have that for Patreon? Yeah. Can we talk, so, can we talk about it at the end? Can we talk about... <gasps> Ooh. We're paywalling my sex life. Um, could we... <laughs> um... Can we talk about okay well my sex life no one wants to hear about that could, literally i would love nothing more so could we talk about uh midnights or unrequited lies? i don't want to talk about midnights okay <laughs> your thoughts are your thoughts are paywall <laughs> no i maybe i do i the more i listen to it the more i have nothing to say mm. You're moving more towards like a neutral position. I really like it's a lot of it. Nice guys. <laughs> yeah. I really like a lot of it, and some songs I'm like eh about, but it feels just like a good album from an artist I like. Yeah, I would agree. It feels this is definitely like probably like middle of the table in terms of my rankings. I would say. I agree. Um, Pitchfork gave it a seven, um, which for Pitchfork is like good pretty much anything over 6.5 is like probably worth checking but i yeah i agree with that i guess i'm excited to see what she does next hopefully it's speak now taylor's version <laughs> i know i hope what she does next is that album from 2010 <laughs> yeah i hope also when whatever her next like new works are she can dial back the millennial bullshit a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's getting like what, it's getting hard. What are, what are the what are the biggest offenders? <clears throat> it's me. Hi, uh, sexy baby the on the hill, mm-hmm. and you're I'm a mm-hmm. monster. Uh, draw the cat eye sharp enough to kill a man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm telling you, listen, listen to Midnight's next version. It's a much better album. <laughs> and even in songs that I like, there's still like a little bit of oh my god. Yeah, you, you, when you were here, you told me that still, like, some of her swearing feels like, look at me, I'm swearing. Yeah, and you made the beautiful remark that her music, especially this album, feels like, look at me, I'm an adult, I'm swearing, and I've been in a room with cocaine, like. Oh my god, I did say that, that's so funny. And it's <laughs> just so true, she's like, I drink liquor, fuck. There was cocaine at that party I was at. Yeah. I didn't see it, but I heard that it was there. <laughs> there was whispers. Yeah. Someone said snow. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it was snowing outside. And then I was we were at the beach. Yeah. And it was snowing there? I just think I'm a much more like neutral person than I was when I was in my like I hate Taylor Swift era. But I like mm. I know that if this album had come out when I was 16, I would have been like, and this is exactly why this bitch is stupid. 
And now I'm just kind of like, this is exactly why I once thought this bitch is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Um, okay. So my, so I did this with lover. Isn't this fun that I say, I don't want to talk about something that we talk about it. Uh, I just don't um, want to go song by song giving my, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, no. Um, also lesbians don't own the term lavender. It's not even les. It's not even a lesbian thing. It's a fuck. It's just like a. It's just a gay LGBT thing. But like, <laughs> is it queer baiting <laughs> if I put lavender in my house? Like, <laughs> phrase home is queer bait. Um, <laughs> it's 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 just. I'm like pretty. I'm pretty well versed on like <laughs> gay history, and when the whole lavender thing happened, this was my reaction. Oh yeah, I remember kind of hearing. I I remember kind of learning something about lavender and gay people in history. And then you went back to deep breathing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And she 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 put out that fucking TikTok where she's like, "I heard this phrase when I was watching Mad Men, and I thought it was really pretty." And it's like, "Yeah, that's okay." And like once again, people who you do not know and who don't know you don't know you literally anything (laughs) regarding their personal life like yeah ain't that just the ain't that the way if you're if you're genuinely offended by her calling a song lavender haze and it being about her heterosexual relationship like please reevaluate your priorities um yeah yeah so anyways so i reordered those songs and cut a few <laughs> so my order is um mastermind high infidelity lavender haze maroon bigger than the whole sky snow on the beach midnight rain labyrinth would have could have should have great war karma sweet nothing you're on your own kid i don't hate that it's i i really i really like this i feel like it tells like a pretty like coherent story mm-hmm. and and it gets gets rid of the songs that bog it down. Dear reader is such a flop. Dear dear, dear reader, I, whoo, dear listener. I've listened to it this many times. <laughs> Don't take advice from someone whose life's falling apart. <laughs> I'm happy to have more music. I like it. Happy, happy to have more music. A lot of it, I really like. Um, but it, it didn't it didn't blow it didn't blow me. Away. If anything, it's making me like very reflective on my own life and like, well, the last time she released, I guess it wasn't new music, but the last time she released something was Red Taylor's version, which was eleven months earlier, and my life has changed so much and also so little, and here I am, just a girl in this world, every day. <laughs> Which was, like, I think her intention with the music. She definitely um, was speaking to me and said, Clary, I want you to remember that you are just a girl in this world. That kind of is Taylor Swift's whole, like, thing. She's like, just remember, you're just a girl in this world. Like, that kind of sums up all of her No, literally. She's like, you're just a girl in this world, and I am just a woman polluting the fuck out of the <laughs> sky with my private jet. Kisses. She's like, dear reader, don't take advice. <laughs> From someone who's killing the planet. Do you read it? I'm on my private jet, causing a lot of pollution. <laughs> <laughs> that 
that was my least favorite song. Um, so- <laughs> Her song, Jet Fuel Doesn't Melt Steel Beams. <laughs> her song bush (laughs) track nine bush track 11 did it um (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay that's midnights um cool glad glad we talked about that yeah okay i thought it would be kind of fun if we tried to do a like redo on the episode that never was which was the second half of episode 23, I believe, right before the breakup when Nick talked about some sensitive yeah. stuff that he was not ready to talk about. And I was like not listening and too high or something. I don't know. I was being disrespectful in some way, shape or form. <laughs> and Nick remembers it vividly and I think he might tell us about it, but I don't recall. Probably because I was on drugs. And... <laughs> I thought it'd be fun to like try it again and like, I don't know, see if we break up again. What's the worst that could happen? Clarice, like, <laughs> and Diamond's got to shine. Like, we're gonna talk about, we're gonna talk about that time where I was like super disrespectful, and I like don't really remember it, but Aww. it's probably seared into his, <laughs> into his elephant brain. <laughs> Dear reader, <laughs> you May twenty eighth. Dear Clare. <laughs> me May twenty six. Um, mm. May 27. May 27, correct. Get yeah, your boxing figures straight, bitch. <laughs> straight. Yes, bestie, get it. Uh, it's all that smog from Taylor <laughs> Swift. <laughs> She's killing me. Um, She's out to get you. I don't really remember recording it last time. I remember probably as much as you do. I barely remember it either. Wow, this is a great idea. We were talking about like... Well, I remember that I talked about like... Oh, well, that wasn't really unrequited love. That was like... (laughs) What the fuck were we on? No, I told you about like... Groping me in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And you were just like, what? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I I don't think I want to talk about specifically um but i can we can talk about um unrequited love a lot are you experiencing any unrequited love right now no thank god um it's always crazy because whenever i am like in that state of mind i'm like i will literally never feel any of this no i know that's like, like thank god i know and i know it's annoying coming from me in my like secure adult relationship but I just look back and recall what an absolute fucking lunatic I was. It is a wonder. How was I not arrested? Especially, what did I, I think I called him Josh. My coworker, who I was like, Mm. that was the story that I told. And I just like, it is so (laughs) embarrassing to even think about the way that I was behaving. Yeah, I think about when I've liked someone the things I've done or said, and I literally like, I'm like, oh, I have to kill this person now. Like they, like, <laughs> I hope that because he's a stupid Watch boy, out. he has fully forgotten. That's been my experience talking with the people that I have had these feelings for, like afterwards, like years <laughs> later. Um, and I'm just like, yeah, like there's a lot that I like am very embarrassed about. It's also just stuff. so and, insane how I was. And basically, they don't remember anything. I was just so. 
like confident, I guess is the best word I could use, that it did not make sense to me how anyone could not want to be with me. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I don't know where that went, but honestly, it's probably a good thing. Like no one needs to walk around with that type of God complex. But basically I had this coworker who was like at Banana where all bad things happen. I'm like, of course I was acting like a little freak because I worked at this job where I didn't do shit all day and just stood there. Like I got to just sit and stew, sorry, stand and stew all day. (laughs) And I had this coworker, Josh. Mm. And I am, he's so not my type. I think I was just like horny and feral. Like, I don't know what was wrong with me. He's like kind of a frat boy, but kind of like scrawny. Mm. Like, Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) like just, yeah. (laughs) And that'll do it. Like not an interesting (laughs) conversationalist whatsoever. that's the best. And I just was like, I-, I must have him. No, when he's like kind of boring and he like, and he's like, yeah, no, then like my friend, my friend actually like fell getting out of the car. It was so crazy. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, Josh. No, literally. You're like, I, and then you fall out of your car like next time you see him. So he thinks you're cool and one of the, one of the boys. Literally. But unfortunately, because I worked with a bunch of middle aged bitches. I, they all were like in on it with me and like knew I was obsessed with him and like wanted to like get us together. Like it was so weird. It was so That's weird. so stupid. I love it. But like we, we had the kind of like friendship where we would just like Snapchat each other all day, but no words, just selfies back and forth. <laughs> with no captions. I'd be like, hey, good morning. And then he's just like, and then we just <laughs> so- go back and forth all day. Dude, it was so bad. He also, oh, he man. also casually used the N-word. And I was like, Clay, I know, what? I like, know. to you? Yes. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> the year was 2017. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good, that's not a good year. No, I know. It was <laughs> weird. It was, it, was, it was bad. Anyway. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. (laughs) Maybe he's half black. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, I like... His name's Tyler and he's from Oklahoma. (laughs) Like Um. a corn farmer. (laughs) He's like a blonde, blue-eyed Aryan child. (laughs) Like, maybe. Fingers crossed. (laughs) He knows himself better than I do, so... But it was like a weird little challenge. And I was like, I have to have him. I have to make this man mine. And I like, I don't remember exactly the order that things happened, but we like would snap. And I think someone must have told him like, Clary's into you because we made plans for our first like hangout. And I like the fool that I am like shaved from the mustache down. I was like ready to get my pussy pounded, like put on my cute little outfit (laughs) and went over there. <laughs> you went over nude. Or my crotchless <laughs> panties. You crawled to his door. <laughs> my nipple <floors>. tassels. <laughs> I was ready to do like a burlesque strip tease. <laughs> but you're dressed like a spider. <laughs> I'm wearing like a, a trench really coat with eight arms. A really realistic spider. <laughs> he shits himself. <laughs> nom nom nom. Okay. He like. <laughs> We like the first time we hung out, we watched a movie and nothing happened. 
We like cuddled under a blanket watching a movie and nothing. Oh, I thought you meant nothing happened in the movie. And I was like, those are the nice guys. <laughs> we never turned the TV on. <laughs> we just stared at each other for hours. And so like all my coworkers were like, what happened? And I'm like, nothing. We just hung out. And that, so that was weird. And then we like continued to hang out and fuck, I'm not remembering correctly what order these things happened. And I remember one time we like fell asleep on his couch and I had to work at like doing shipment in the morning at like 5am. And so we were like, oh, let's just go to bed. So we go up to his bed and I'm like, okay, we're going to fuck. And we don't, we just sleep there. It was so bizarre. It was unlike any, like I, to this day, I'm like, my personality must have been just like so fucked at the time that this man had me in his bed and didn't want to have sex with me. <laughs> That's all. <clears throat> what I also shared on our cut episode, I tried like really just put my pussy in the wind and told this man I wanted to be like fuck buddies. And he was like, yeah, I'm not interested in that. And that was like earth shattering because I thought it was like a no brainer. I'm like, let's fuck. And he's like, no heart i'm like really beat up over my ex he was like really really sad about his ex who was this just like mid ginger bitch who was a man (laughs) it was nick in a wig it was a yassified picture of nick (laughs) nick was catfishing josh nicole my ex nicole he's like i'm just like too beaten up over nicole and i was like okay and then had like a screaming meltdown in my car whatever as you do so then so then I come back to work one day <clears throat> and he and my other coworker, who was like one of my besties at the time had like gone to Portland and hung out. And I was asking him about it. Me and my Mormon boss were like asking about his weekend. And yeah. I was like, what did you do? Like, how was Portland? So I'm like trying to recall this as I'm telling it. <laughs> and <laughs> It's important we get this facts. It really is. Well, no, because, like, the conversation is, like, what's important here. And he said, like, oh, are you, like, jealous you weren't there? And I said, no, I was doing better things, better people. And he said, yeah, I bet you were, slut. (laughs) (gasps) You kind of had it coming. (laughs) But naturally, I got my feelings fucking hurt. Yeah, God forbid. And then my Mormon boss went and like prayed on it and then came back to work and was like, Clarae, she's like, I talked to my husband about it. And I'm like, oh my God. My husband, Jesus Christ. (laughs) My husband, Brigham Young. And he was like, no, you need to like do what's on your heart and you need to like you can't let this happen. Which at the end of the day, I am grateful that she stood up for me. Yes. In retrospect, I think that was the best move the Mormon community has ever made. Especially because it was beneficial to me. <laughs> but I'm like mortified in the moment. I get called into the office and she's like, hey, have a seat. And I'm like, what's happening? Oh, no. Like immediately. <clears throat> and he like got written up and got in trouble. I mean, good. But then on my 21st birthday, we made out a whole bunch. Huh? Slut. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> And then when I got trapped at my abusive job in Portland and had no ride home and had to be home by 6 p.m., I called him and made him drive to Portland and drive me home. Oh. And I think that kind of, like, evened the playing field. The end. 
But like, why was this amount of fuckery going on at Buffalo? Not Buffalo. Banana Republic. I will forever mix those two up. <laughs> that sounds really <laughs> awful. Slut. Every, everything about that was horrible. <laughs> oh, God. I know. What? Like, <laughs> the, the, I think the worst part of the whole story is the just like selfie snaps all day. That, yeah. It was and so weird. Um, <laughs> I still wish I could like get to the bottom of like what his... That's like one of the biggest mysteries of my life. I'm like, what was your end game here? If you didn't well, want like... How old was he? 20? Yeah, he he wasn't... He literally... I'm sorry not to like turn into like a relationship advice podcast. I see this all the fucking time with uh, women where they're like, what's his intentions? I'm like, I swear to God, there aren't any. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, this man is not thinking further than, like, this evening. I now, as a 25-year-old adult, understand that. However, at the time, I'm like, did you just want company while watching a movie and in bed with you? Like... It was scary. Oh, you scared a dog? Yeah. Also, what, like, balls I had sleeping over at this guy's house and then showing up to shipment and being like... I was just at Josh's place. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, you're crazy. <laughs> crazy slut. <laughs> no, I, oh my god, I would have loved a minute shipment. I brought crazy energy to shipment. No, I would love to throw load. The rest of the time I showed up, um, like, drunk. Ready to throw load. Let's go around. Let's throw load. Yeah. <laughs> um, You're deep breathing. Yeah. That's Chloe when she's drunk. Um, but now he has a girlfriend of like four years and they seem really happy. So. See, it all works out in the end. <laughs> they post um, like similarly to the way my one ex and his girlfriend post. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But like a little more. Like, a little less trad and annoying, a little more just, like, love this guy, heart. I'm like, good for you guys. It's just, like, there's not a lot of thoughts going on, you know what I mean? No, it sounds like they found each other. I'm like, I was never the girl for you. You didn't want to listen to this all day. No. It it, In one, out the end. I mean, probably didn't go in. It probably just bounced off. No, me, like, telling him things about my life via Snapchat. I'm like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, this man does not care. What are you doing? And he's, like, so crazy. But um, I was like, I must make him love me. Oh, yeah, no, it's weird how like your, it's like your entire life becomes like centered around this one thing, this one person. I, and where like, it's like every yeah. action and thought you take is like designed to build towards like when am I going to see them next? When am I going to see them? What am I going to say? how are they going to perceive me? What should I not say? How should I word? Like I I was, I'm such a like wannabe mastermind because I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, I have all of the like skills to be like mentally manipulative, but like not the follow through and not the patience. I'm like, here's what I'm going to do to make this man love me. I'm going to ignore him and wait for him to text me back. I wait like five minutes. I'm like, I can't do this. Why are you texting me back? Not a mastermind. Because I'm a mastermind. So, no, and, and how, like... No one wanted to play with, with the, you as a little kid because you were fucking irritating. Like, when, like one, when you're hanging out with them and you're, like, in a conversation with them and you're just, like, <clears throat> noticing 
everything they say and like everything they do where they're looking it's like so fucking crazy how hyper like mm-hmm. how much our how much our minds are like truly capable of when they when we like want something it's like terrifying and just like like that part of it i feel like the that person taking up literally every ounce of your mental space and how like agonizing that is is also part of the fun like you are there's a part of you that enjoys the suffering it's the same as like you enjoy like being depressed because it like gives you a purpose and it like gives you like a reason Mm -hmm. for why you're feeling that way yeah it's like oh i feel like shit and this is why it like gives you something to focus on but i've done that with friends too i've gotten like almost obsessed with like being someone's friend no absolutely and like i will say there's like uh some things that are like unique to like when you're gay and you're into someone who's not gay where it's like i don't know you you're able to like kind of like turn it into this like whole ass like story in your head mm-hmm. where it like kind of becomes something like bigger than you where it's like it's not just about like you and this person it's also about like <laughs> who you who you are and like your entire life and like the world you gives you a, like i don't know it, it makes you do you feel like it makes it even more like tragic almost it makes it easier to like oh totally pity yourself because it's like because the wallowing like, oh, in self-pity is like half the fun and so i feel like so when they're it's someone like, that will like, there's nothing i can do but that's there's also nothing i can do at least in my case that is also like has been kind of freeing because i have i not at all how much have i talked about my gay straight alliance with connor uh, i don't think too much. okay well if you've heard this before sorry something that was really hard for me because when we broke up we broke up um not because he was gay i didn't find out he was gay for another six months yeah. and nice. it was I, people talk about people talk about like when you're suicidal and like have always thought <laughs> sorry, this is not where i thought it was. sorry and I, this, i'm on a tangent sorry yeah, yeah people yeah. talk about like when you're suicidal or have like suicidal ideation and you can't imagine like living past a certain age and then like if you mm. get better and then you do live to see that age it's kind of crazy because you're like well i never thought i'd even make it here so like now what do i do mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was kind of how i like was with our relationship like i had always had this like fantasy that we would end up together and so when we started dating it was like this is it it's happening like the great love of my life Mm -hmm. and so when we broke up i was like well fuck what do i do like yeah i never pictured i didn't even think to picture a world where we're not dating or in each other's lot like it was so it was so un like unpredicted and like Mm -hmm. i hadn't planned for that in any way and i kept like going back to the same well why wasn't i good enough like i I tried so hard i did everything like what what was i missing so Mm -hmm. the moment that i learned that he was with men it was like a weight had been lifted off of me and i'm like there is nothing i can do Mm -hmm. there is nothing i can do like and like suddenly all like it was it was gone it was so it was honestly like a very beautiful moment. I remember exactly where I was. And like, just like when it lifted from me. Because I mean, yeah. I spent six months in just like agony being like, what can I do? Yeah. Well, that makes sense. 
but it's different when you know the entire time. That's true. And you're not even like, I know, because it's like, it's like, there's nothing I can do, but I would do like anything. And I'm not even, I don't even have like the opportunity to like try. Isn't it kind of embarrassing sometimes when you look back at the people that you've, (laughs) say no more. When you look back at the people that you were so obsessive over and how like they are just people. Mm. Mm-hmm. And like even if you have and, and they're not and they're not like perfect. No, and like the connection may have been there and like still could be there, and that's fine and dandy, but it's there are other you will have other connections in life. It's so easy to have those people that feel like I will never experience this type of mm-hmm. connection and love and romantic attraction again and i but it's like you almost don't want to you know because you're so addicted to it and it's it's almost too easy to think like you will find love elsewhere like just get over it move on like that is so simple that why like why would you ever and it's also like it's like even if that's true like i don't want that like this is what i want no this this motherfucker who sends me snapchat selfies that's what i want i was not in love with him let me put that one down on pen and paper He's not my but, unrequited love. Yeah, it was just unrequited. He's just my embarrassing tale of a fool <laughs> on her fool behavior. No, it's just crazy, like, being, like, at this age, too. I feel like age, obviously, like, plays a pretty big role in it. And I just think, like, as my, like, hormones have, like, kind of mellowed out, too, I'm just mm. not so, like... Because I was even pretty, like, crazy and feral, like, in my actual relationships, too. And, like... <laughs> I will die for this person. Like I have to remember, like going a little nuts. Yeah. And it's crazy what being an adult and just like settling into what relationships between two people romantic or not look like. And like how, when you actually approach it in a calm and level headed manner, it's just, they're so much more like fruitful. Yeah. And like not stressful. Like you don't want to like equate like, high amounts of stress uh-huh. and like mood swings with like a healthy positive relationship uh-huh and i feel like um, taylor swift does a really good job at writing about that mm-hmm. like love should be easy yeah no I, it it shouldn't um you shouldn't feel bad more than you feel good <laughs> us in january of 2021 um but like i mean it kind of is like that simple like if you're if you feel like shit most of the time that's like kind of all you need to know that something's not working. This person is like one for you. Absolutely. And that there's no like, you know, character flaw or like moral failure for not, for it like not, because like it probably has nothing. Yeah. When do we become a relationship <laughs> it's just, podcast? It's just crazy how much of my like adult life has been um, kind of like dictated around that, mm-hmm. around like being into people who are like, physiologically incapable of being into me um yeah and then like beating myself up over it i really don't understand how people meet people after college girl tell me about it i mean i started fucking my friends that was like my only i I mean i like and i truly felt like i like had hit a dead end and i like i'm like okay tried the co-worker tried the like guy i met through friend like through friends at a party like tried that tried the like guy through theater that didn't work i'm like Mm -hmm. all right well 
I've kind of like exhausted my like jobs and hobbies and like social events and it really be not working. So I guess I'll see if my friend Ryan here is available and that just happened to work. So, but that like, what if also does like that, like alternative universe scenario does not stress me out, but like gives me pause, mm-hmm. you know, totally. Sorry. My head's like empty. <laughs> we can talk about your sex time. We can go okay. to paid content. Okay. Love you. Mean it. Even though you're not paying. Get in paying sluts. Yeah, Next time hey about guys. your three way. <laughs> okay. So I, when I was at the wedding, um, in Maryland, there was like <laughs> a gangbang orgy. I had like a six hour window in the afternoon and um I was just like at my hotel and this guy messaged me on Grinder and he was like he was like attractive enough that I was like, okay, like I'm into you enough that like I'm willing to to say yes and not like keep trying to like look or whatever because I'm in Frederick, Maryland. <laughs> um and and there there probably just aren't a ton of like people here period um so so uh i'm talking to this guy on grinder and he's like significantly older and let's start the paywall here okay okay bye go to patreon if you want to hear the rest of it i thought we already started it um sorry pause no i mean like no oh my god yeah yeah, I know. I know, babe. Um, <laughs> Keep talking. I'm a dumbass. Hello! Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, me and Claray produce and edit and sound mix. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Girls. You can follow me, Nick, on Instagram at Nick Curl. And you can follow Claray on Instagram at The Grease Trap Queen. Music by Anabolic Beats. We would like to thank our patrons who have selected the immortal tier on our Patreon for allowing us to, you know, make the show. We really appreciate it.